The Song Confessional Podcast is a co-production of KUT, KUTX Studios, and Good Taste Society. Hey, this is Walker Lukens, and you are listening to... Let me explain what we do here at the Song Confessional. So we travel around the country, right? We go to music festivals, uh, parties, events. We've got a permanent booth in Austin at the Hotel Magdalena. We've got a permanent booth at a venue in Colorado called the Mishawaka. And in all of these places, we are recording people telling us stories anonymously, right? So we get all these anonymous stories. We pick our favorite ones. And we give them to songwriters and bands who turn them into new original songs. On this podcast, you hear the anonymous story, which we call Confessions. You hear the confession that inspired the song. You hear the song and you hear an interview with the songwriter who wrote it. Or at least that's how we normally do it. This month, we decided to mix things up. And instead of finding like the right songwriter or band for a particular confession, we decided just to put a confession out there. And leave it up to you, the listener, to write and record a song inspired by the confession or to give it to your friend to be inspired by it or whoever. Today, you're going to hear some of the awesome songs that we got in response to that. But first, I want to introduce you to my favorite little whoever. Tell them your name. What's up, guys? I'm Zach Catanzaro. Dude, what do you remember about this confession? Can you can you sum it up for the people? Yeah, definitely. This this was a great confession. It was uh, our confessor was... A uh, young gay man, uh, barely a man, mm-hmm. very stressed the young side of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was literally 18 on the dot, just made it across our register to be able to be on the show. He told us about his first crush in high school that it was kind of a multi-year saga. He had a crush on this guy that was outwardly identifying as straight, had a girlfriend, but would always kind of be a little flirty back and give him a little extra attention and be really nice to him to the point that... Uh, our confessor was like, hey, man, this is like a little much for me. I have a crush on you. I'm not trying to cause any rift between you and your girlfriend. And like, I, you're really cute and I really enjoy your friendship. But like, you just got to back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he would back off, but then he would like slide back into the DMs a few months later. And it was like this kind of just back and forth thing just like that for mm-hmm. it, it sounds like at least two years, maybe three years throughout high school. Maybe this is a new term to some of you guys, but this 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 guy, uh, our confessor's crush, is a classic queer baiter. This mm-hmm. is a, a a straight male who flirts with a gay male, uh, but has no intention of having any kind of romantic thing happen between them. So. We just really liked this confession and we, we liked the confessor and thought, man, it'd be fun just to throw this shit out there and see what we get back. Yeah, it seemed like there was enough content that there was like different little elements for different types of minds to grab onto. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why we chose this confession. Yeah. And we got, well, four bangers. Four bangers. So we decided we'll play them all for you. Yeah. So our first song is from an artist named Kalen and the song is titled Wait For Me. Never in my plan 
Torch ballad, torch ballad. I, is a torch ballad? It, is it the piano? Is it the tempo? Or is it like the long vocal, like cold held notes in the chorus? Yes, all of the above. I'd go yes. Okay. Yeah, I think it's all, all right. the above. It's like the something of the bravery of the piano is like it's mostly just chords, mm-hmm. and then the vocals carry all of it. So it has to. Yeah, you, there's just, the focus is on the melody and the power. I feel yeah, like. so you like have there's, to. There's no interesting kind of rhythm in it. It's just no. yeah, like, like you're saying. Okay. Although I hear yeah. that beat dropping on the chorus in my head, <laughs> <laughs> and it's huge. <laughs> Man, I have to say, having heard this confession, I I I wasn't expecting a torch ballad, uh, so it made me curious, and I actually just got in contact with Kaylin and asked her what she connected with. Yeah, great. What you have to say? So she says, honestly, it made me sad, the confession, because it's one of those situations that you can't really do anything about. But I feel like the mystery is how this other guy really feels, which is what we went for when we were writing this. So Kaylin wrote this with, with her bud, Madison Baker. That's a good angle. That is a good angle. No, it makes sense because he's like, there is this element of he's trying to escape it mm-hmm. and it just keeps coming back. I guess because I was so entertained by the confessor and his friends, I and I felt like I kind of checked a little bit to see if he was mm-hmm. sad. Yeah, his tone is like, he's also entertained by it, it seems, a little yeah, in a way. Yeah, and he wasn't sad. Yeah. He wasn't sad. No, he like 
kind of he also kind of finds it funny. I, yeah, that's the, at least the impression I get from him. It, but so that being said, it, it's kind of cool that that's what Kalen and uh, co-writer Madison sort of mined out of this confession was like, yeah, there is this sad longing at mm-hmm. the core of it, and maybe our confessor is just like, you know, the clown. The beauty of songwriting, feeling the emotions we don't know to feel. Dang. Thanks, Kaylin and Thank Madison. You. All right. Well, our next song, uh, more literal than the last one, but no less powerful, is Why Are You So Nice to Me by Roman Kubler. just like makes me want to smile some something about the sound of it i think it's part of it's like that he's kind of singing in a low falsetto the entire time in a way it's like the lower end of falsetto yeah he sounds very sweet he sounds very sweet and that there's like some rhythm guitar on the verses but then it really opens up and slows down on the chorus it's just like it's just got this great feeling to me that just makes me want to smile the chord progression is one minor two minor third and then major fourth which is okay, the, nerd. the definition of triumphant progression <laughs> it it really reminds me of morrissey yeah honestly it sounds like a morrissey song to me in a great way in a great way yeah it's, yeah it's like not the, it's not as sarcastic as morrissey would be but it's the same it's the same like p- self-pitying vibe yeah why are you so nice to and me and like the rhyme patterns kind of and i'm yeah absolutely that line in particular why yeah. are you so nice to me is so morrissey yeah. in the best ways but yeah it's really really good song roman i i like this song too we don't we don't get a lot of songs like this surprisingly in song confessional but it kind of just describes the story with very little um I want, let's say slant. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this is what's happening to the confessor and he's trying to describe it. It's also really cool because it, it, I, I feel the cyclical nature in the song. Like it tells the story, but it's not linear. It keeps coming back yeah. around. Yeah. And the same question keeps coming in his head. It's like, there's some time in between. And he's like, fuck, 
why are you so nice to me? Yeah. Yeah, Roman killed it because because not only did he pull the chorus from something that the confessor actually said, but he used it as a way to not only describe the feeling, but to show the passage of time and the development of the complexity of feelings. Yeah. Dang, Roman. Dang, dude. Uh, just a little side note, my guy. Maybe put your vo- your mouth a little closer to your iPhone when you're recording next time because we could hear the words a little better. But you killed it. Seriously. <laughs> Love the slight bit of producer advice. Can't, he can't resist. <laughs> Sorry, dog. I said to help you there. All right. Well, on, on the producer side of things, that's the end of our acoustic roundup. We're going to get into some some real heavy hitters. These last two, um, pretty exceptional bedroom production. Totally. This next song is by Steel Gemini, and the song is called What Would Your Girlfriend Say? Girlfriend say If she knew 
if I slow clap, is that going to be too obnoxious? Can, can, we, can we just? That was amazing. That was so good. <laughs> Holy shit! I, I I guess I guess maybe it was inevitable that this would happen, but I just love that Steel Gemini almost weaponized this guy's queerness, <laughs> <laughs> which which I love so much because it's literally. He, uh, the 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 narrator is insulting the subject and coming on to him at the yeah. same time. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Oh god, this is so fucking good. It is. It is good, and I love. I love that it like pushes the perspective to the girlfriend too. It's like, does she know? Does she know what you're doing? Because this isn't like. The gay guy is not the only one that thinks this is a problem. I think your girlfriend might think this is a problem too. <laughs> okay, and for some schoolyard language, can we talk about how how like what a cutting remark this is? Do you mind if I ask how long does it last if you and I want to smash? <laughs> and <laughs> would your girlfriend be okay with that? Yeah, Fuck! I know. There's some forced rhymes in there, but I that's that's it's, that's tight. It's true poetry. Yeah, I, I also think the bridge is so well placed. The production is like uh, obviously a student of modern music. There's mm-hmm. all these little ear candy moments where the yeah. beat drops in, drops out. It's it just I, the production really impressed me on that one. The, the bridge is great. Uh, I agree with the bridge is great because I didn't I didn't see it coming. I wasn't ready for it, and then it came. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's such a relief. And, and it could just yeah. have been the verse and the chorus is so strong. Like totally. you could have just done that three times, and I'd still be happy. Yeah, and I love that the bridge kind of like imagined, reimagined. Uh, a scene from the confession. So in the confession, he doesn't, our confessor doesn't go to the dance Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want to put himself through that. So the bridge of the song says on the dance floor, we are free. Your secrets safe with me. I feel the heat when we get close. Your girlfriend doesn't need to know <laughs> which, which sick burn sick also bird. love that you like created this thing that didn't happen but it's like if he did go to the dance and was just like fuck it we'll dance when it's she's like, not around there's probably some bleachers to hide under okay well obviously me and Zach were really big fans of that song yeah, if you uh, couldn't tell <laughs> we have we have one more song for you it's called pretty headed boy and it's by the artist m walker Head boy with a little bit of jiggle Feed me candy, can up a giggle I don't wanna fuck with your girlfriend, boy I just wanna fuck with you La 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 head boy with a smile that can win it Taste the candy, never can forget it
I just want to be your prom date, boy. Play with my heart like some kind of toy. I love that. I love that M. Walker took the 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 this little tinge of the confession and made it the song, which is like this confessor kind of likes getting hurt a little bit. Like he's into <laughs> it a little bit, and I feel like he 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 gets that vibe across so well. It's like running on a treadmill chasing a chicken wing or something yes <laughs> so that's what i'm gonna describe it as okay <laughs> i actually uh reached out to m walker and asked him specifically like what part of the confession he was trying to capture in his song and his quote was amazing so i'm, I'm gonna read it for everybody right now the struggle between instinctively knowing that this crush was trouble but also visualizing themselves as the prom date or boyfriend and all the good friction in that space between fantasy and reality. It's the basis upon which people eventually hate fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that coming at the end. It was so sincere. Oh, God. (laughs) That is so good. Which, like, honestly, I could see it happening. I think, I mean, homie that's flirty, he's, he's at least curious. He's thought about it. He's fa- he's had a little twinge of fantasy in there at some point. He wouldn't keep doing it after knowing the information he knows. Our confessor told him like, "Oh, I have a crush on you." So he knows that he's liked. He knows that he thinks he's cute, and he keeps coming back even though our confessor has told him like, "This is hard. Please stop." Or as M Walker put it, "Don't be afraid. I can show you how." <laughs> or is it all a game where both of us lose? <laughs> It's really good. You guys are great songwriters. Yeah, uh, seriously. Everyone everyone really... Uh, the thing that's awesome about these four tunes is that everyone really created a very different mood. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a testament to their songwriting abilities and how flexible the confession was. Mm-hmm. Like, we never would have gotten this with, let's say, which uh, is low-hanging fruit here, the confession that inspired that Cat Edmondson song. Yeah. And Be- I mean, that was serious, about a suicide. Very serious subject matter. It's like... Mm-hmm. There's not a light side to it at all, at all. Yeah. With this one, though, I mean, pretty headed boy and wait for me. Don't even sound like they're inspired by the same idea, let alone the same the same source material. Pretty headed boy with a little bit of jiggle. Like he he barely mentioned that the kid was slightly chubby. (laughs) Honestly, I I wasn't even sure that was real. I thought maybe this is just artistic license. Uh, I mean, I I kind of I'd have to listen to the confession again because in this moment I'm like I can't pick out the line, but I (laughs) I do remember just like it was the briefest adjective. Yeah, I think you're right. And M. Walker drew that out as the first line of his song. Oh man! Uh, Well, guys, thank you so much for submitting your songs. Uh, We have decided we're going to do this more often. Yeah, it was super fun experiment. Um, we didn't really know what to expect, but we were hoping we could expect this. So. And this was amazing. So thank you so much. Uh, we are we are done for 2022. Mm-hmm. We put out a ton of music. We really did. It was a big year. We actually saw, uh, according to the Spotify, according to the Spoot, we were streamed 8 million times this year. And it makes me think that their algorithm's wrong, but I love seeing it. Yeah, it hurts so good. <laughs> it hurts so good. Seriously. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, for participating, all of the things. We have a lot more coming next year. We're going to do some more episodes like this. We have some amazing artists that we're really excited to put out there and let you hear some of the material they've been creating for us. And uh, we'll see you in January. 
The song confessional theme song you heard at the top was written and performed by me and Zach. It features Topaz McGarrickel on saxophone. It was recorded and mixed by Adam Mason. The Song Confessional podcast is produced by myself, Walker, Adam Mason, Aaron Blackerby, Rylan Kettery, Jim Eno, Mike Lee, and brought to you by KUTX. If you like this podcast and project, the best thing you can do is share an episode with a friend and follow along on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, yada, 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 at Song Confessional.